Hello and welcome to the CastCast. I'm Jess. I'm Ella. And I'm Ilsa. Who are you? Castiel. I'm an angel of the Lord. And this week we're covering The Born Again Identity, Season 7, Episode 17, if you can believe that. Our boy's been dead for 17 episodes. It's disgusting. These people are crazy. (laughs) Uh, this aired March 23rd, 2012, directed by Robert Singer and written by Sarah Gamble. Um, so that's that stuff. And then we do have <laughs> some mail. Yay. So join me in the mail room. I can't wait. Would you please? I miss that musty smell so much. That that smell of letters. Letters and, and, and ink. Envelope. And yeah. Glue. With the glue. Um... So this one is a question from Nerdy Ginger Princess that was actually sent to us earlier, but we decided to postpone uh, until we were covering the born-again identity. So Nerdy Ginger Princess says, probably best suited for when you cover the born-again identity. After the Leviathan took over Cass and made him explode into the water supply, what was Cass up to? What happened with him between the Leviathan explosion and Daphne finding him a couple of months before the born-again identity? I'm thinking his angel powers were pretty depleted, and he needed a lot of time to heal and recharge. Maybe most of the healing was in another dimension, and when the body was inhabitable, some of his consciousness returned, but his memory memories was still in the other dimension. Or maybe Naomi had a hand in it. She tried for a factory reset, but maybe something had changed so much with Cass that he reacted differently to a factory reset compared to how he reacted in the rapture in season four. I hope you have some opinions. A smiley face and then i'm gonna read the next piece of mail because it actually yeah. like goes along with this mm. um yeah so i was gonna interrupt and say to do that yeah so, so this comes from an anonymous user on tumblr that says hi guys really love this app as always just had a couple of things i wanted to say a i'm glad you aren't going through the Casifer apps one by one but oh man it makes me so mad when they give lucifer god daddy issues bullshit while he's wearing cast and cast doesn't get to even give an opinion on the whole thing that is so fucking rude come on also b <laughs> with regard to cast's amnesia i always thought it would be cool if cast had wiped his own memories mm. a lot of where he's been at later in the season is wanting to keep himself off the board because he doesn't trust himself and i feel like it could make sense for him to try and do that by taking his own memories and starting over. Kind of like you guys mentioned about him running away and also hiding from the massive guilt, which he really is not coping with in season seven and eight. Thank you for real. Thank you for another great app. <laughs> Sorry, you got confused. She saw the F bar and she, she said, well, it must be for real. <laughs> Thank you, Thank for, you for real. real. Another great episode. <laughs> Thank you for real. (laughs) I'm going to start saying that as if it's like a thing. I like this. I like this idea that Cass wiped his own memories. Um, I love that you guys just came in and you were like, well, I have a bunch of theories. And so like when we were earlier, when we were talking about this, I was like, oh, we do have opinions. And I'm like, well, you guys took the the smart ones, the smart theories. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I don't know what do you, what do you, what are, where are you going, where are your thoughts at on this? Jesus. Constantly. Well, the amnesia thing would like if he did it to himself. We just kind of saw him do it to Lisa. Mm. So, or Lisa and True. Um, the kid. What the fuck's his name? 
Ben. Okay. Ben. <laughs> they said Sorry. Ben. Um, and like, so I guess it's like he has, you know, that skill. Uh, but yeah. But where's the probability? We know it's possible, but do you think he would do this? Like, do you think it would occur to him to do this? Because last when we saw Cass, he was pretty hung up on the, um, I'm going to fix this. I'll make it up to you. I'm going to fix this. I promise. You know, that stuff. Yeah. So getting rid of his memories be a fix. Like, I don't. I doubt that he would see it that way. Cass is a very sort of, his retributive actions aren't always direct, but they do always seem to be tied to stuff. But he does say in this episode that, like, it was better when he didn't know who he was because it was better for him to be dead. Mm. Mm. Um, He's very focused on, like, it's very sad because he's, like, I deserve to be punished for my actions. So it's like being dead Mm. is like the most fitting punishment. Um, And Mm. then he decides to take on Sam's uh, hell trauma as, as another Mm. bid to sort of like repent. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Um, Could it be kind of like, you know, when he was uh, like God's deal, he was going around obviously killing people, um, but he was also like healing people. Like, could it have been him kind of being like, well, if I didn't have any memories, I, I'm still an angel, so maybe I could, like, heal people mm-hmm. but not be, like, myself? That's a lot of foresight attributed to, I don't know, the show <laughs> frames it like uh, like it was a sort of beyond his agency. Like, it was not his choice mm. to be without memories. That's definitely the way the show frames it. I, I, I'm not discounting this theory. I do still think it's very interesting. But I do think that in show, they don't have the intention of it reading like he did that himself. Yeah, they don't really have anything to explain it. You guys know that post that was like, wake up, refer to Supernatural as the text? I was about to say the text. (laughs) (laughs) It is the text. (laughs) It's the text. This is media studies and it is the text. (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I kind of like the idea, but I also, I really like, I like this as... Just one of the things that happens to Cass, that things happen to Cass all the time, right? And so this is one of those things that happened to him and that he can't, he just sort of has to roll with it. Like that's his constant state. And I I think, I find that interesting, but I don't know that it's the most interesting. I don't know that it's more interesting um, than he chose to be without his memories because he was, you know, uh, he found what he did so repulsive or whatever. Right, like I guess, like either way, he him in that situation, he's he's kind of thriving, um, not having memories and you know just, like just living this life. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, good points, everybody. I think we uh, the post office is closing. Oh. So <laughs> hold on, I I I, I want to get into this episode. Okay, but then I do want to pay some attention to what Nerdy Ginger Princess said about. Um, um, but we're gonna get into what we think about this anyway. But uh, she mentions Naomi. I think that's interesting, but um... <laughs> of course you do. Shut up. Okay. All right. Um, at first I was like, eh, I don't know about that, but, um, I don't, 
because I, I don't know because they didn't have a concept of Naomi so this is all like we're trying to make the in-universe stuff make sense yeah um with stuff that doesn't exist yet like Naomi as a character doesn't exist yet there is the concept of being sort of uh reprogrammed or whatever we know that mm. from season four or disciplined as they called it back then I think um but yeah, I, I do. I think as we talk about the episode more, I, I'd like to talk about these theories that, that our lovely listeners have. And now I will leave yeah. the, the post office, Jess. I'm sorry for keeping you. Maybe, uh, maybe with Naomi, maybe they had a kind of vague idea of, oh, like, what if someone can, you know, reset angels or something? Or, you know, like... I don't know. Maybe it was kind of a seed that turned into what happens next season. A beautiful, beautiful Venus flytrap that eats you. A seed. <laughs> okay. Post office is closed. Get out of here. Oh my god. Skulls. You kicked me on my butt, dude. Yeah. Jesus. And don't let the door hit you where the good lord split you. <laughs> wait, wait, we just got another we just got another You joking. Message. No, like I Really? <laughs> yeah. Is it a good one? It's it's a part it's part three to the anon. Oh, no way! No, I, three I out of swear. two. Okay. <laughs> All right. For special circumstances, the post office will reopen. Okay. Um, oh no! Part three of two <laughs> says. Okay, I was really proud of myself for keeping my last message to only two asks, but I had to go to bed before I finished listening. So I'm listening to the outtakes <laughs> this morning. Thirty ten in. NZ? Yeah, so... Oh, gotcha. The 30th of of October in New Zealand. (laughs) The day after the Springboks beat the All Blacks in the final by one point. So, like, nothing if not consistent. (laughs) Haha. I am not a rugby person, but I was working yesterday and it was impossible not to be very aware of how the game was going at all times. Haha. Many people very sad about that ref's decisions. LOL. I'm aware. Um, I can't talk about this on the mic because I'll go crazy and we must focus on Cass right now. But... (laughs) <laughs> sorry and you're welcome and i guess we broke the world record <laughs> sorry that sounds so bitchy so serendipitous but, it's like we sent out yeah. like a vibe across the universe that we were recording right now um so they were like that's so crazy hi dude i hope you're me. having a good time <laughs> sorry about your office and everybody's mood there today. Let's get into this episode. I'm really leaving the post office now. You can laugh behind <laughs> me this time. Please don't kick my butt again. There's going to be a bruise anyway. I'm locking up. Okay. I'm, it's locked. Good. Get out. Okay, fine. Better I'm, be out. Out. I'm out. <laughs> or you're staying here until we reopen the post office. Oh. Well, do I have to talk? In the future. If okay. I... <laughs> Let's get into it. Okay. Ella, I believe this is you. This is yeah, you, you I... I mentioned, I think I mentioned in previous episodes that um, we need to do like a little summary for those who aren't keeping up to date with the adventures of season seven, just so that we have a little bit more context for what's going to be happening around Cass in the next few episodes. Um, (laughs) Something I did notice going through uh, these episodes is that the Leviathan stuff is kind of sprinkled in. Um, and a, a lot of these episodes are actually like it's like a completely different plot, and then like at the end, something to do with the Leviathans pops up. Um, so, p- 
plot, like meta plot season wise, we haven't actually missed that much. Um, it actually really kind of kicks off in the next few episodes, um, which like often does happen, but uh, yeah. So we missed, what was it 16? No. I can count. Oh yeah. Uh, we missed 16 episodes, dude. We did do 702 as a whoopsie, but we did do it, is the thing. So technically 15. Yeah, so, yeah. So there's 14 episodes between that and, yeah. 15? Yeah. 14. I don't know. There's a lot of episodes, sorry. Why did <laughs> I even think I... I just thought I had that number, and then as soon as I went to pull it up, I was like, bitch, you don't, you don't have that. That's not written down uh, anywhere. Um... Yeah, so we missed, <laughs> we missed uh, episode three, The Girl Next Door, which is where Dean kills Amy Pond. We kind of discussed that last episode. Oh, is this live react, Ilsa, to <laughs> the, that information? No, okay. I'm just, I'm cringing for him because that was so dog shit stupid. Anyway. Anyway. She was killing random people. We can't. We can't get into it. Um, Let's go. Do, uh, we missed defending your life, uh, where like it turns out that Joe is actually like a vengeful spirit and hasn't like passed on yet. I guess legend. Um, and then Dean gets put on trial by like a god or some shit. I don't know. I haven't rewatched that in a while. Um, I I I did read the episode descriptions as I was doing this, um, and I've just describe them in the way that I think they're most memorable to me so that's if anyone's totally like, fair you didn't it. mention something yeah no. it's a whole episode and she's giving you a sentence get over it <laughs> shut up Dr. Phil is the next episode where Cordy and Spike are witches which we did talk about um and <laughs> this is one where Dean has a dream like that's basically just flashbacks to Cass like going in the water um or you know Leviathan all Cass. that shit going down yeah yeah, um, th- there was the next step is slash fiction, um, which is when those leviathans uh, become like the funniest dudes alive when they're like pretending to be Sam and Dean. I I think that I like that episode. They're so like they're just roasting them the whole time. That's good fun for me. Um, we miss the mentalist, um, where like there's some psychics or some shit. I don't really that. remember this app. Right. Um, I I only remember that Alan like speaks through one of the mediums right. to the boys. Um specifically to Dean, of course. Yeah. Um Yeah, Sam gets nothing. I was, um Yeah, yeah. I was watching it this afternoon. I can give you a one sentence. Um it's basically a contrivance where a town full of psychics, some fake, some less of them real, mm-hmm. um started start getting killed because they are fake psychics and the real psychics are pissed. Um and then it's also there so Sam and Dean can reconcile and the season can carry on. Right, that's where they kind of make up after the drama yeah. of Amy yeah. Bond. Okay. Um, next up is season seven, Time for a Wedding. Um, I don't, you can't explain, like, you can't expect me to explain what happens in this episode to you. <laughs> I don't have you to. You know what that. happens, it's fine. Don't stress about it. Um, Garth is in this episode though, so shout out to Garth. That's why I've seen this one. I was trying to figure out why I had seen this one and I watched it because Garth is in it. <laughs> Fucking get Garth, dude. Uh, 
A Garth watch of the show would be fun, I feel like. He's the greatest. Garth is so fucking awesome. <laughs> He's so great. nice. And, like, he... <sighs> there should have been a Garth spinoff. There should have been... I can't get into it. Okay. I miss him. Ugh, we're not going to come across him for a while. And we won't even really. It'll just be in between. Um... The next step was how to win friends and influence monsters. Uh, this is one where Dean eats the food that's been laced with uh, Dick Roman's like weird food control, brain control additive thing. Um, his drugs. We can just call it his drugs. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's like to make people like dumb or whatever. Okay, like, yeah, no, know, that's fair. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Um, and he's totally fine about sure. Cass. He's not even worried about it. He's better than ever, doesn't even care, totally fine, even though he has just impromptu brought up Cass. Um, <laughs> me when I'm normal. Yeah, literally me when I'm normal. Like, he's he's totally fine. Um, <laughs> the next step is Death's Door, which kill myself. Um, Bobby fucking dies. This episode is very good. Um, we touched on it briefly, I think, in the last episode. Like, yeah. Upset. It rolls. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like when I've done my season seven rewatches, I essentially skip all those other episodes and just kind of end up watching Death's Door. Um, yeah, but okay. Very sad. The description of that app, like the one they probably had on like, in, you know, in the TV guide or whatever, says that like Bobby goes on like a journey with a friend or something. Like it's... it's yeah, because they can't give spoilers. Yeah. So cheeky. Technically he does. Yeah. Um, but keep going, keep going. Um, the next step like was uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Um, this is, I wrote where Sam deals with Bobby's death by trying to help people um, and Dean deals with it by trying to find another new dad um, in Frank. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's been a bit simplistic. Other things happened in that episode, but... Um, what do we guys? What do we think of Frank Devereaux? We're actually not going to talk. I like him. He dies very much. <laughs> here in the epic. He was. I don't know who he um, is. He's just like a older paranoid computer guy. Yeah, he like helps them type. with like all this kind Conspiracy of uh, information over the next few episodes. Like he's able. He's a bit of a Charlie. Like he he can kind of find things out. He's like. He's the he's the he's the the bridge between Bobby and Charlie. Yeah, is is what he is, but he's he's very much a you know programmer type you know hacker guy, um, but I like him very much because he's incredibly funny to me, and I'm I I am sad all the time that they didn't keep him on. Jess, longer. you might know him from he like told Dean to like, um, essentially like fake it till you make it, um, about oh, being shit. sad about Bobby and Cass. Mm. It's that evil smile when the evil at the end of the thing where he's just like smiling. Yeah. Clearly wants to cry at the end of the episode. Yeah. I forgot about that. I don't, I don't know him. It's because you're not, you know, poisoned with Dean girlism and and you don't like think about that ever. Um, You get to just live your life. Um, The next episode is time after time. Um, This episode has everything you could want got time travel it's got an unconventional mm-hmm. pairing in sam and jody te- teaming up <laughs> um hell yeah it's got logan eccles um being the god of time uh which is fun for me 
Um, mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Like, I know he has a real name, but he's Logan Eccles to me. Um, Dean's, like, not only just in a little outfit, but is also, <laughs> like, being very bisexual to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in the past, he's having a, a gay old time. Um, and all of that also happens on November 5th, which is just, like, we have to touch on that. That is such a fun accidental connection to 1518 airing on November 5th. Um, the black goo. It's a whole thing. It's There's a, a lot. Thing. Yeah. Maybe um, when we get up to the end of our little run, uh, maybe we should talk about um, all of the kind of funny background coincidences that happened or something. Um, I know you didn't just say this. But it kind of sounded like you said, let's do some more homework for the show. And I... Well... <laughs> I don't... Well, there's this thing. Just, some ooh, podcasters do this thing where I, they, like... I pull back. They think about what that? they want to discuss I, did on you the feel mic, that? Did you feel like, me before. Back? Did you feel... <laughs> we, okay. like, what we do is we, is we like... <laughs> like, we read things out loud that maybe we thought about before you know like like we do we think about things so that like maybe they come out a bit better i i know it, i've just heard about it apparently some other people do it just well, an idea just an idea a lot of other people also sync with claps and i'm not allowing that shit because it doesn't help me <laughs> so you're welcome everyone uh, guys. everywhere crying at <laughs> clap Sorry. What do you think with? Just vibes. <laughs> just, we just have a listen. Um, I will never the, be like, a radio host unless I'm laughing too hard. Keep fucking talking about the episodes. Where are you at? Number what? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, the next episode was The Slice Girls. Um, so Sorry. Uh, this episode, good God. Um, so Dean accidentally has a magical Amazonian daughter named Emma um, who was maybe going to kill him, but uh, Sam killed her first. And then that's the last we ever hear on that. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry yeah. about it. Um, the next one is the clown one. Uh, plucky <laughs> Penny Whistles Magic Menagerie. Jess, quick question. Are there actual places like this in America? Is this like a real kind of place? Um... Well, I haven't watched that episode, so I don't know. But we do have, like, Chuck E. Cheese and stuff, which I'm guessing is, like, what it is. It's, like, an arcade. Yeah. That has, like, animatronics We don't really have that. We have um, arcades, but they're not, like, really, um, like, there's no mascots or anything. They're kind of for adults. Mm. Or for, like, everyone. Not really. Hmm. I just was like, I was just like, wow. how does the economy support a clown place? Like a 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Kids' birthday parties. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It's <laughs> a really good sentence. Um, keep going, keep going. Um, I like this episode because Sam gets covered in glitter and he looks great. He does. From he does. my notes. That's how he looks <laughs> when I take him out to a gay bar. Like, yeah. And afterwards we, we get outside. We go to the car and someone has gotten him with glitter. And it was me and my friends. We did that on purpose. Doesn't that happen to beat cheek Cass? Anyway. I don't know um, and I don't care. <laughs> um, I think that, like, to me, 
Jared Padalecki must look the best in the season because I, in my own notes, I've also mentioned again that he looks great in this episode and I mentioned it the last episode, <laughs> I think. So I should stop mentioning it. I think it's a bit of a mute point. It's fine. Um, Becoming a Sam girl. Maybe. Ooh. Um, he's just very sad this season so far. Like things are happening to him. Um, oh boy. Not you and the sad men. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was Jess's thing. Yeah, that's my Jess, your territory. Well, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry for that's having cool, a heart. Cool. Um, sorry for having a heart. <laughs> the next episode um, was Repo Man. And, like, look, the only thing I remember out of this episode is the creepy, like, demon dancing with the guy who's, like... That was a crazy it's like episode. It's, like, a kind of, like... so good. I'm so sad we missed it. Yeah, it's... It's a Ben Edlund joint, so what did you expect? It's really good, and it's very scary. Yeah, it's, like, about, like, um like a serial killer, kind of, but then it's, like, demons are involved. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a whole thing. Everyone should watch that up. Uh-huh. Um, serial killer in love with a demon? Come on. It's crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. There's yeah, text. There's going. subtext. It's all over. Um, The next app, which is episode 16 so the one before this one um this is the one with like the ballet shoes and like the ballet shoes like (laughs) make you want to like dance to death or something (laughs) i can't remember (laughs) um like because they're cursed or whatever i thought that one was fun i'm not gonna lie i did think that there was a lot of cursed objects in that episode and i I didn't find them fun. I'm sorry. Well, I'm <laughs> sad that we didn't see Dean. Sorry for party rock. I'm sad we didn't see Dean, like, trying to shove his feet into some point shoes. But, alas, we can't have everything. Well, I'm not going to say something mean about Jets and Ackles, even though I feel like I'm being baited. <laughs> Are we going to... And then that's the last one before Born Again Identity. Yeah. Right? Do you guys have any yeah. thoughts on that? Like, any... You know, just general things you want to say before we get into the episode, or no, (laughs) not right now. (laughs) I just like the record to show that last week we had to record an entire episode that Cass was barely record about all these episodes that Cass is not in, and now you we've just spent so much time talking about episodes that Cass was not in. We're just catching them up to what the, what the missed, guys. I would like to talk about stuff. Castiel on our podcast, the Castiel cast. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that now. Sorry. Is that allowed? That's, uh, well, I guess. If, if you would like to do that now, I we guess. can do that now. Okay, yeah. well, the cast cast for the, the cast count for this episode <laughs> is 13 minutes and 12 seconds. So right. we can start there. But I think we still need to do a recap for this episode. Yeah. Correct. I've got that yeah. right here. Yeah. Um, I'll try to be quick since we have, as no, you said. No, no, no. Take your time with this one. We had to be quick before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was just being polite. Of course, I'm going to take my time. Um, <laughs> the line. <laughs> I can't, I can't be succinct. Okay. Um, Not about gas. Literally, um, long story short, wrapping up where we are with the boys, um, Sam especially is not doing well. Dean's not faring too well either. Um, Bobby is dead. It's just like the vibes are terrible. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, 
Sam is like essentially not sleeping. I, I'm not sure exactly what episode that begins in, um, but he's just still not sleeping. The episode starts off really strangely. He is kind of like just out and about, I guess, running around because he can't sleep and Lucifer is like tormenting him or Halucifer, as they call him in the wiki. He gets hit by a car. He ends up in a mental ward. Um, Like they tell Dean, you know, like he's not sleeping. You know, we've essentially just like drugged him like a horse and he still is not sleeping. Um, Mm. As I said before in my notes, I said he looks great in white though. So, you know, there's some positives to the situation. You know, sometimes you go through some tough times and you learn something about yourself. It's like, I'm killing this psych ward outfit. He should have learned. I should wear like a crisp white shirt once in a while. I like a bit he of a Kami yeah. from um, the bear situation. <laughs> Dean is like, look, I'm going to find something to help. Sam's kind of like, there's no point. Um, and says that like Cass warned them that it could be like this. Um, Dean is at the like, uh, I guess it's like Rufus's cabin. If I'm not incorrect. Um, and he's just calling everyone, can't find any leads on anything. Um, a mysterious, like, wind, uh, brings, like, a business card to his attention. Um, and so he calls it, um, and he ends up finding out about someone called Emmanuel. Emmanuel? They Americans seem to pronounce his name differently than I pronounce it here. Um. It's interesting. It's a mouthful to me. Um. (laughs) The the hunter, like, says that he was healed by him. He was, like, blind in one eye or something and it was healed. Um, mm. And that he had tested this guy for all, like, the usual monster stuff and wasn't sure what's up. Um, it's pretty funny that, like, I, I Dean didn't really assume that it was an angel. Um, I guess, like, he thinks so lowly of them. He doesn't think that a, an angel would do stuff. Because, like, he knows angels can heal. Um, yeah. But I guess it's probably what he's trying to suss out. Um, so Dean rocks up at the house that he gets the address off the guy. Um, a random man introduces himself as Emmanuel Allen, um, says his wife Daphne is resting inside. But then, like, Dean sees her tied up through the window. Um, turns out it's a demon, like, kind of looking for him, like, mm. for Crowley, I guess, to get in Crowley's good books. I'm a bit lost yes. on the Crowley of it all in this episode, but maybe either of you figured it out a bit more than me. Um, Not really, no, sorry. <laughs> Dean mm. kills this guy with the demon knife and then um, he falls down the stairs and, look, I'd know that by anywhere. Who could it be? It's the one, it's the only cast. But, dun, 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 he doesn't seem to remember anything. He's like, what's going on? Who's that? Da, da, da. He goes inside. He's got a wife. Apparently, um, <laughs> the, he, he says that he could like see uh, the demon's like true face, um, which is obviously something that angels can do, but he doesn't know what's going on. Um, he like is just kind of introducing himself to Dean and Dean realizes that like, oh, my God, he doesn't remember anything. Um, and so Dean asks him for help. Uh Cass seems to, like, have agreed to come with Dean because they the next time we see them, they are in the car together. Um, yeah. In the meanwhile, we flash to Sam a few times and he continues to not be doing well. Um, he makes a friend <laughs> um, 
in this young woman, and I did not have her name written down. Marin. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and we go back to the boys in the car. Um, Cass, he really explains his whole backstory. Um, maybe we can come back to that. He explains what happened with Daphne, um, which we touched on in the questions at the start, like what kind of happened to him. Like they do outline it, but as we've talked about before, they d- do not really explain literally what happened to his body and stuff. So it's they true. just, they just glossed they just over sort of, it. Eh. They were like, yeah, just, just move on. But I would like, like to I know. don't fucking know. I write for TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dean and him kind of have interesting combos in the car where Dean seems to be trying to, f- uh, get the lay of the land, figure out like what's going on, and then he kind of talks about Cass to him. Um, I really like Cass in these scenes, but I want to come back to that. Um, mm. Some demons catch up with Dean at a servo, um, and then Meg shows up and kind of helps him kill one of them, and uh, is like, "Look, like I, I'm anti Crowley. I want some like help with Crowley, and I guess she <laughs> thinks that, like Cass can help her." Um, or, yeah. like, she would want Cass to be on her side rather than Crowley's right. side. Um, yeah. She goes with them and she, like, reintroduces herself to Emmanuel. Um, Cass, like, then in the car, like, he picks up on the bad vibes that are, that Dean, I guess, is radiating. Um, and then, like, Sam back at the mental ward, he helps out the girl. Like, she, apparently she has, like, a ghost brother, essentially, that has been... <laughs> kind of tormenting her (laughs) sounds like he was born a ghost i love that no like he's just he's her brother and he's currently a ghost he's a ghost yeah yeah yeah. no 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 no. yeah yeah. brother i get it i'm with you yeah um and i guess it's the classic like you know vengeful spirit that kind of gets twisted like he wants her to be dead as well um they it's a really funny little uh side plot for Sam to have. Like he he has to be helping someone every episode. <laughs> or he, he has will to die. Be, this is more yeah, important he to has help to be than saving the, people or hunting than anything. Things. <laughs> He's yeah. like, if I'm not saving people or hunting things, I will die. This will get yeah. me before sleep deprivation and, and all that shit does. Yeah. Um because essentially when they got rid of the ghost the lights went off and I don't know, because he puts salt on the ground. Uh, he gets wheeled off and, like, strapped up to get, um, like, electroshock therapy. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember how they describe it. I feel like the the we've talked about this before. I think the way they handle this, like, mental ward stuff is not the most realistic. <laughs> I think it's uh, <laughs> a bit sensationalist. Um, but Would you say that? TV. Are you sure? That's crazy. Yeah, like, I just think, um, <laughs> anyway, um, anyway. so the threesome in the car, they get to the hospital, um, and there's all these, like, demons guarding it. I Sorry, did I, you just say the threesome, and I'm supposed to be chill and cool with it? The threesome in well, the car. I, I don't know. We don't have a name for the three of those guys. I'm, I'm you can say just say, again. You, they are all one syllable. It would be the same. The threesome, they're at the hospital. <laughs> There's a bunch of demons there, but like, can we figure out why the demons there? 
Like yeah, because everyone wants to get in a good with Crowley, right? And so everyone's figuring if they find Cass. So because they know Dean will be there, and they and if Sam's already there, then Dean will go find Sam, and then they can kill Dean, right? Yeah, but like, didn't they have some kind of truce with Crowley or something that they were going to leave each other alone? That's what the guy says at the beginning of the episode that yeah they would do that, but that has changed now because they're not being effective at killing Dick Roman. Right, so I guess those demons know that, like, Cass is on his way, or, like, wh- whoever no, they know Emmanuel that Dean is. will be there, I think. I don't think they know about Cass. Mm. Oh, I got the impression that they did because Meg was, like, you know, that's how she heard about it. It was, like, through the she demon. She said that he won't stay on the down low forever. Mm. Anyway, so they're there for some reason. Um, they end up telling Cass that he's an angel and that he can, like, fight the demons. Um, he figures out that he is the Cass that Dean was talking about. Um, and then, yeah, Meg's like, you can fight them. He doesn't remember how, but he kind of just goes up to the demon and, like, puts his hand on him and then kind of remembers to put his hand on his head instead. Um, and he smites him. Um, and then in this moment, like, all of the memories of, like, Dean, but, like, Actually, it's supposed to be, I guess, his whole life, but <laughs> Dean seems to feature in, Listen. if not all of, most of these memories. Um, uh, he re- I will talk uh, about it later, when you're done. Reading. Yeah, he remembers everything. Um, he's so upset, he kind of wants to, like, run away, which kind of leads, like, to that theory of, like, he maybe he did make himself forget because he's like, I need to leave. Um, he... Dean feared that he would do that. He said that to Meg earlier as well, um, if he knew what, what the go was. Um, this is a whole great convo here, which we're going to come back to. Um, but essentially, Dean's trying to reassure him that he can help, and then he also gives the trench coat back, um, which, again, we'll talk about this later. He seems to have taken from car to car for this whole season because they're not with the Impala. The Impala is, like, hidden somewhere. So that they could be on the run. Once again, me when I'm normal. This is a normal thing for a person to do. <laughs> I do that. We cut to Sam getting fried by a demon. Um, just sizzled. And uh, the demon's like in the body of the, uh, like, nurse. what do you call it? Like, nurse? Yeah, nurse. <laughs> nurse is probably the word. Yep. If only I could remember that. Um, <laughs> and then Cass comes in and kills that demon. Um he apologizes to Sam and he says he's going to, like, make it right. Um, whatever he, like, tries at first doesn't work. Um, and, and then he tells Dean after that there's nothing left to rebuild, like, essentially saying that his, like, brain is, like, mush. Um, the line between, like, what is your physical brain and your physical body and what is, like, essentially your spirit or your soul is a bit, com- like messy a bit, here um a bit messy, yeah a little because the implication is kind of that the soul trauma that was put into sam's body is like you know causing all these issues um but that that is not yeah. something that Cass can fix but uh Cass realizes that maybe because he can't make it disappear he thinks he can shift it instead and Dean's like, what do you mean? Um, Cass goes up to Sam and he essentially puts his hand on him and, like, sucks out all the bad vibes, um, <laughs> like, into himself. And this cool, like, red 
veiny effect happens. <laughs> I thought of a terrible joke. <laughs> and <laughs> I thought of it. I thought. Then, do you not want to know my terrible joke? What you thought of a terrible joke? I, I thought, thought you said I'd love a terrible joke. Okay, no, go. I I would like I would like you guys to. Um, my new name for blowjobs is sucking out the bad vibes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Sorry. Name, Jess did not even respond. Memoir? Sorry. <laughs> sucking out the bad you vibes. You can keep working on that. <laughs> you got any notes, Jess? Any? She said, keep working. Notes? Keep working. Just a second pass. Kind of. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, keep going. I'm so sorry. I interrupted you for nothing. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so we see that Cass sees Lucifer uh, in Sam's place. Um, and he is kind of just like comatose, I guess, after that. Um, it's yeah. unclear. It's not clear. Um, <laughs> they decide to leave. Cass at the hospital, like, kind of saying that it'd be the safest for him there because they think that all the demons who knew about him um, are dead because they were all kind of there. Um, And Meg is going to stay and watch over him. Um, So she gets a job as a nurse, um, posing with, you know, her vessel's name, Meg Masters. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the end of the ep. So... Definitely an episode. Oh, my God. An episode. Um... (laughs) Ms. Gamble, <laughs> I've got questions. <laughs> um, yeah, wait, do you want to ask those questions? Do you want to no. kick us off? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I want to know what, what you guys thought. What, what, what was your impression of, I guess, this episode? Like, where are you at after this episode? I like it. You like it? Yes. <laughs> Good. Ella? It's a good episode. Fantastic. I agree. Awesome. Then, then great. Anyway, then we got a chorus. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bear with us a little bit. Uh, everyone's is sleepy and or tired, so just we'll be there. Just give us a training wheels once more for our forty fourth episode. Just give us some training wheels. I would like wheels. to say that. This episode absolutely chock full of baby girls. Okay, I would say okay. that. Cass, this. obviously, yeah, big, mm-hmm. a lot of big sad eyes, yeah. sympathetic looks. Oh, for sure. He's got his little, I'm a married man hairdo. <laughs> That's a baby have, girl. That's a married man hairdo. Dean going through one of the worst times in his life. Okay, oh, love it. <laughs> Everything sucks very badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby girl. Sam. Mm-hmm. Meow meow territory. <laughs> it's really bad. Somebody's been soaking him in milk and slamming him against the wall. It's bad for Sam. He's in a wet also cardboard baby box. Girl. Baby girl. We're three for three. Exactly. He was born in a wet cardboard box. <laughs> he doesn't know um, anything. He doesn't know anything. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I also, I would like to include, I think Meg is not exactly baby girl, but she's like, she's like the... The baby girl that wouldn't baby girl. Like, someone tried to write she her as not a, baby a baby girl. girl. Meg is not and has never been a baby girl. I'm she, sorry. Someone, I love Meg. But someone, she does not give baby girl. No. Someone wants, like, it's like people people look at her and they go, you're baby girlifiable. And she just does not. She says, no thanks. I'm good. 
She's like, yeah, I'm going through stuff. Mind your own business for once. Why don't you? She's um, just like a woman on a mission. Love this for she, her. Yeah, she's like, I was in hiding, but I fucking hate Crowley. And I like Cass. We made out one time. So, yeah. I thought he was dead. Yeah. It's, yeah. She's um, like, this is what works for me right now. So I will be doing that. Um, Maybe I wanted to touch on, uh, I don't know how much we're going to get to talk about it. Um, Like ghost Bobby kind of helping out. Something that I thought about was like, did Bobby hear about this healer like before he died? Like how... Do you know what I mean? Like how? Yeah, probably. Probably yeah. that makes sense. Some people hear about things is when they're alive. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean like that. What that he heard that story and it uh, didn't ring any like bells about angels or anything like that. I think he was busy. Yeah, like he had a lot on his <laughs> on his plate. So okay. Fair um, I really like all the conversations that happen in the car in this episode, which, by the way, is a Dodge Charger. Ooh. Okay, um, car corner. Pretty, let yeah. me tell you. Let me tell you what year it is. I love this car too. By the way, I think the grill is like very cool. I actually don't know. The, the front um, bit that's like a big circle, like a big. It's oval. like a big rectangle, kind of. Mm. Um, what year it did you say? Is nineteen seventy. Beautiful. I'm so, looking at it. There you go. Now. Ooh, there's one that's the colors of... Okay, I'm not going to get into it. But there's there's an orange one with, like, stripes and shit. Nice. Very cool. You like the grill on this thing, Jess? With the chrome? Yeah, I think it's, like, very cool looking. Eesh. It's kind okay. of spacey. Very spacey. It was the yeah, 70s. It feels like... I was surprised that this is from 1970 because that strikes me as, like, a very 80s looking detail. Yeah, but I think... Of you often see, kind of, like, like, futurism of the yeah. 80s, but... Yeah. Regardless, I think it's very cool, very very eye catching, yeah. striking. But you see the seeds of the next generation of design in the previous one, so you know you're good. I was thinking that like that's not a very covert car to be no uh, going around in. Nuh-uh. Like they should not be in. They should just be in like I don't know. They should Camrys. be in like a 2009 Toyota Corolla. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how both our brains went to Toyota. <laughs> Why did I also think of Toyota? All of us. A quorum once more. Um, okay, so before we talk about the convo in the car, can we talk about the initial scene where Dean rocks up, realizes that Emmanuel is in fact Cass? Like, a little bit crazy, yeah. no? Very crazy. And I, again, I don't want to just like be like, oh my God, Destiel. But Dean is like, very visibly upset and he i think it is just also because of the the events the things that have been happening right Um, yeah so this is quite a shock um and i i don't know i think jensen does a good job at portraying just like the uh emotion in that and then he's yeah he's also trying to obviously not freak i also think he's like it's very funny like that scene when like he's like and you're Emmanuel, of course, obviously. Like, <laughs> I think that there's a lot of, like, humor in that scene, which cracks yeah. me up. It's, yeah, it's, it's very funny that this is, like, a... Also, like... Go ahead. Yeah, they're, it's very much giving, like, this is my gay husband. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, 
right. when Cass like takes her hand and like walks her over. <laughs> I'm just like, so this is so funny. This is so cute. This is like when a theater girl is dating the <laughs> in the musical who's obviously gay, but like doesn't. You know, we're not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> I love as well when Emmanuel like asked, he asked, "What's your issue?" and Dean just like, um, fret, like, like he just kind of pauses for a second. He's like, like, "Oh boy." <laughs> And then he's like, oh, my brother. <laughs> he's like, let me sum it up. He's like, what isn't? <laughs> I do think that uh, one of the cool things about that, like this scene, the the uh, dynamic in general that Cass um, is forcing, not, no, that's not, a, the, the dynamic that um, is, is, is brought to the forefront by Cass being there, but not remembering what he did is such a very, very fun, fun detail. I think that's um, really fucking cool. I wish that they had a more, uh, uh, um, like, they had some explanation for why he was um, experiencing amnesia, but I do think that it's a very deft little, um, you know, writing move. I do think that it, it's very fun. Because you get, Dean is obviously angry, but he's also missed cat like you miss your friend right and yeah and you're so angry at them and you want to talk to your friend about the things that someone did to you but it is that friend and this actually presents the opportunity to do that like imagine you could bitch to your friend about your friend without them knowing that it's, it was them like doesn't that sound epic yeah and his bitching is so um it's not even that He's not even that angry. Like it's it's Oh, I disagree. It's like he's had well, like it's it's not like the kind of um it's like a low simmer. It's not the kind of burst. Like and then by the time that Cass gets his memories back, it has kind of I feel like it kind of twists into like he just like you said, he just wants to like talk to his friend. Like he's just Yeah, yeah and he connection. wants He wants Cass to be there and since he knows now, he's like, Well, you gotta go fix Sam like this is a my brother is fucking dying so yeah and yeah. it's your fault yeah and it's your fault it's crazy this is a good episode oopsie but I also like those conversations in the car like the mm. the conversation that they have before Meg gets there yeah um there's something like so kind of like bittersweet about it oh, because yeah. Dean can just like be honest right um with Cass who like it's 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 just something it just really gets me because it's like this is their friend their friends their friends <laughs> no, and, and then has betrayed dean and hurt sam and then died ugh, and I, now he's back in the car and dean can confide in him and okay the other thing that just, like, kills me is that when Dean is like, what if you were, like, a bad guy? And oh, Cass yeah. is like, well, I don't feel like a bad guy. And Dean is like, that's also very insane because <laughs> Dean, that's, like, something that Dean, I don't think, can understand. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like, he's like, because Dean, I think, feels like a bad guy his oh, whole yeah. life. Yeah. And so just having that emotion of like, well, I don't feel like a bad person. Dean is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah. And it's because like, he's like, are you sure? Who doesn't? Check that again. 
Cass's like, like default state <laughs> doesn't have that. Like, yeah, he doesn't have that built in. Um, like, it's only well, he do- like it's only from he the do- events. once he gets his memories back. Um, he yeah. very much does. Yeah, but just like to have like this clean slate of just not having your past and like, you know, if Dean's memories were completely wiped, would he get that? As well, well, we see or would that he still kind of fear that he was a bad person. Right. We see I that when he in um what is regarding it? Dean, yeah, regarding Dean, like he, he is completely free of that. Like he seems uh, a lot less weighed insecurity. down for sure. But mm. I don't know that I would say he's as free as Cass is right now because he has context, or Cass just doesn't. The context, yeah, he, he, yeah. yeah. He has people like he has Sam, the person who probably knows him best in the world, who has grown up like grown up with him to like remind him of Fill what he's like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he defaults to such like a sweet personality. Yeah, happy though. person. Um that was crazy. Yeah. I was like, you're happy. What's <laughs> that episode is crazy. Okay. Um anyway, this episode is crazy. I wanted to touch on more specific things that they said in the car. Um so, yeah, as I said in the intro, he describes, like, what happened with Daphne. Um, I love that he's like, oh, it's a strange story. You may not like it. Um, something that, like, I feel like Cass's energy has in this episode before he gets his memories back is that he he's kind of, like, not insecure, but he's not, like, boastful about his powers. He's kind of, like oh yeah, like this is something that's happening, like I can help, but he's not like overly self-confident about what's he's going on humble. with him. Yeah, humble, humble is the word <laughs> for sure. Um, So he says to Dean, a few months ago she was hiking by the river and I wandered into her path, drenched and confused and unclothed. I had no memory. She said God wanted her to find me. Um, So... We we I think we joked about this previously, but like I literally, like she was just like, okay, I like what I see. I'm gonna make him my. I'm husband. taking like the, I'm taking this man I'm home, making him mine. Taking him um, home. Um, I do think that's very funny. I do also find it like incredibly fucking crazy. <laughs> like, um, I do. We joked about this in the last episode. Like they they can't, couldn't have gotten legally married, or I guess they could. It, I mean, they had months, right? But um, it's unlikely that they did because Cass's face would have gotten matched or Emmanuel's face would have gotten matched with the guy who was doing all that crazy shit on the security tapes and whatnot Um, uh, at the end of season six. You know, like, I I doubt it. Yeah, well, like, I I really wish we said this as well, but why didn't they just, like, make up a better story here? Like, why, maybe if, she worked for like a I don't know like a halfway house or something like some kind of social work situation or uh like you know even some like hospital situation the choice to make her his wife was strange to me I'm not gonna lie maybe it's just to embrace that um the you know born again Christian thing more fully like the um yeah but it's not like it's 150 years ago and, you know, there's no, like, um, structures around and they live in the middle oh, of nowhere. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they're in, like, a city, presumably. 
They have like a big house. So we're back in I Illinois. Just, I thought the that fact was that she just brought him in there and then and then like what happened between that and them being quote unquote like married, like like you said, just the way they are acting towards each other is so. Um, I don't it's think like it's on purpose, but, I, but it's <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so cute. Like it's very it's cute to me. I'm like yeah. these are two twelve year olds that are in love with each other. Genuinely, <laughs> genuinely, they're just like I just like him. I like her. You know, like it's. Um, genuinely it does yeah this is a 7th grader talking about their boyfriend and it's like exactly oh sweetie yeah she's like he's so cute and then he's just like this is my wife (laughs) (laughs) um I will say everyone should read My Heart is Beating from Me by Enochian Things um which features Daphne Allen uh and it's such a good fic and I'm gonna read it tonight because I love it. Enochian Things is such a great writer. They have, like, this very fun kind of, like, sort of, like, romance novel, like, sort of more of an old-fashioned romance novel Mm. tone, um, which I just think is really fun. But they write the... They wrote the one where Cass is in Italy and gets an Italian boyfriend, which is another, like, perfect fic to me. I love how they write Cass... (laughs) Oh God, I yeah. love that one. Okay, we'll that one is those. also so funny because there's a scene where <laughs> Mary essentially tells Dean that um, John would have been okay with him being gay. Um, like that is <laughs> really beautiful. I love fan fiction. <laughs> I find the situation with with Daphne and Emmanuel really interesting because of all those dynamics that we mentioned and the fact that it, it's so mm-hmm. like. It's very sexless. Like, I'm sorry to, to sound so base or whatever, no, but like, like it just, there's, there's nothing. It feels so like, um, formal in a, in a way they don't seem comfortable with each other in, in the way that married, like married couples are. Um, they feel very like, this is what a married couple does. And then they, they do it the way that you should, you know, and like, um, yeah, I feel like it's hard to say whether it's underwritten or whether like that is all kind of on purpose. <laughs> like, yeah, for, I don't know. I don't think. I mean, there you can definitely say it's underwritten because Daphne has like two lines, I think. Yeah, and like they for for listeners who are just keeping up to date with us and haven't watched the whole show no that doesn't exist um but they never bring her up ever again yeah. not even in this episode does she get a nod of like oh we should probably tell her or like let's fill her in or they don't you know show them even leaving they it just cut straight to well, Cass has completely just <laughs> jumped in the car with someone he just well- met um, Here's the thing, right? Yeah. Like, I do think it's very interesting because it does feel more like a social, um, or not a social, like a, a practical solution rather than an, a relationship because he is like wandering the earth kind of and, and yeah. healing people. He's traveling a lot. And yeah, that's so what the hunter the says is like think? the best way. I don't, I think it's just sort of, it just sort of happened. Anyway, these are questions that can't possibly be answered in this <laughs> podcast. So I think we should move forward. We should move forward. Um, I just want you guys to know that I have these questions and I, I do. I'm thinking about it. Trust me. I, I'm here. Okay. Um, is Bouncing Baby Names a real website? Uh, no, it, there's a whole thing on the transcript about it. Uh, or on the... On the wiki. Yeah. 
Uh, um, I literally just saw a TikTok over the weekend of this parent being like, uh, he's like, now he's getting his uh, kid to repeat what he said. And he's like, what, I've seen that before. now what did you tell me your like classmate's name is? And the kid's like, Castiel's. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the parents are like, freaking out. The parents um, like, I, I saw it on Tumblr, but I don't know. The friend's like, find it. what's your friend? Uh, th- sorry, the parent goes, what's your friend's government name? And the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the boy <laughs> goes, Castiel. <laughs> and then he just looks at the camera and then cam- carry on my wayward son plays because that's a video. <laughs> that's very good. Literally. Um, well, I looked up the name Emmanuel because I was interested to know if it had a bigger significance. How do you know? Um, and it says, it said that the name translates to God is with us. Yeah, dude. Um, oh. And it's a you- sign that God will protect the house of David, which is Mary and Joseph and, you know, later Jesus. So, yeah. guys, did you that's not what know? That is. I was hoping it was going to be something kind of like more fun, but I think Emmanuel is a beautiful name, by the way. If any listeners want to name their baby Emmanuel, great choice. Good choice. A quick question Did you guys not know what Emmanuel meant? No. I did not know what you it guys translated were, to. You guys were, okay, you guys were raised in churches, right? Yeah, bro, but I don't yes. think you know how much okay. dissociation I. No, 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 hey, no judgment. I would it's just sit there just, playing Sudoku in my head. I was no, not it was, listening. It was just a big deal in the church I grew up in. Like, there was a lot of references mm. to Emmanuel as in, as in Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway, sorry, that was just a little cognitive dissonance moment for me. That my experiences and yours are not exactly the same. It's crazy. Yeah, I think um, you had your brain turned on in there sometimes. I did not. Oh, brother, I was in there trying to believe. <laughs> anyway, um, so I did this discussion when they um, they have about Sam, right? Um, yes. Uh, Dean Dean gets, like, angry when, um, when Kat says he can cure illnesses of a spiritual origin. And then Dean is like, spiritual? Someone did this to him. And then Cass is like, you're angry. Um, mm. and, and Dean goes, dude broke my brother's head. And, and Dean, and then Cass says, he betrayed you, this dude. He was your friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sentence. And I love the delivery. It was really good. Um, but that whole exchange, I'm not going to recap everything. Um, but Dean just sort of makes clear that he doesn't know if, if, um, Cass has gone for real. Like he, um, He's like, I could always shake sh- like shit off, and I, at this, I can't do, I can't shake this off, and um, and and he doesn't know why. Is that true that Dean is able to shake stuff off? He's just such a liar. I think <laughs> I just like he said that, and I was like, I don't know about that. I feel it... like he, he's forced to move on to the next thing because right. there was a new crisis. I think, yeah, I don't really think that he's able to shake stuff off. It is interesting that he seems to have noticed in himself that the cast thing isn't shaking off. It's kind of gives me the impression that he is kind of maybe more conscious of that, like you said, than things he's not, you know, not shaken off in the past. Um, yeah, maybe he's just like thinking about it more. Like he keeps going. You know how sometimes when something goes wrong, you keep going back to it in your head and being like, uh, "What could I've done differently to not get this result?" You know, like a yeah. This is like I a thing. Like besides, oh yeah, besides Bobby, like they have obviously had people die, like you know John and like you know Joe and Alan and. But I think as Bobby said 
in 702, like, Cass was, like, his best friend or whatever. Mm. Or, or, like, and, and it's, like, yeah, I get that is different. And it's not, I think that it's, it's kind of strange that Dean is kind of saying, like, he's kind of putting, he's not putting Cass above Bobby, but he's not bringing up Bobby at all in this. I think. It's, like, a big deal separate to that. Yeah, like, I, I think right now, you know how Supernatural does one problem at a time sort of situation? Right. <laughs> so I think they don't really, and also maybe it hasn't really sunk in that Bobby's gone for real because he's still there kind of, like he's hanging around as a ghost. But the the part where he says, like, I don't know why I can't shake this thing off. And Cass says, well, you know, that doesn't matter. And Dean goes, like, yeah, it does. What, what do you mean? And then, of course, it of course it matters. And um, Cass says, uh, no, you're not a machine, Dean. You're human. Um, I, I thought that was real fun, like, because of the phrasing of, of you're human um, was yeah. like, ooh, guess who isn't in this car? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, it's also so contrary to what everyone else has been telling him this whole season. Um is like yeah, just yeah. fucking keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, and I I thought that was like fun. Frank but I also and think Bobby. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also thought that um, it's interesting to see how Cass's mind sort of works when he's not in the midst of a problem. He's like I'm I'm a consultant for problems. <laughs> I'm not... just such a sweetie pie when he's, he's nice. Emmanuel. Like. Mm. It makes me so sad. He's so intuitive as well. Like, it seems like maybe he's reading Dean's mind without meaning to. Yeah, I don't think I... Hmm. I don't think that's it. I just like having the angel mind reading shit. Like, factoring that into my SBN view. Not my world view, but my SBN view. But because, like... it. It doesn't add up because otherwise they would be impossible to trick and they trick them all the time. Like that's a consistent thing is like they pull bluffs and shit. I, I, I don't think that he was reading his mind, but I do think that he he was like, oh, you seem really upset. So he, he did betray you, that guy, you know, like. Well, like, I, I guess I don't mean like he's literally reading his thoughts, but like he seems to be very aware of like what Dean is thinking, like and. It's not just, like, based off what he's kind of putting out. Like, he says to him, like, I sense that you kill a lot of people. Mm. So I feel I feel like it's, like, he's he's picking up on his, like, auras or something. Okay, that, that I don't have an issue. I think that's quite fun. The whole, like, oh, I have, like, I'm get, getting vibes from you. I don't know why, but I definitely am. Weird I'm vibes, too. These, like, super strong vibes. You have yeah. murderer <laughs> vibes. You kind of have a little bit of a murderer vibe. I'm not saying you're not rocking it, but I'm just, it's out there. You should know. Um, he's just so sweet. Like, yeah, he's just so kind. It's it's really telling. Like, you take, you take away all his trauma and, like, he just kind of wants to, like, help and mm-hmm. connect. And he's, He literally you know, just wants to, like, heal people and, like, ride in cool cars with hot boys. <laughs> oh, Cass. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, I would do that if I could. Ever. I would do that if I could. Drive with, with hot people in cars and heal people. That sounds. It sounds epic. Sounds like a great Literally. thing to do. Who wouldn't do this? Passenger princess. Um. Should we talk about when 
Casa's little flashback. I yes. love that. Speak on this. Yeah, and like, like I like I touched on. Why are all the things he remembers Dean? Is it just because Dean's there? They thought. Well, what? Well, because when you're watching the TV show Supernatural, that's and the answer. Often in scenes where Dean is. <laughs> is that helpful? Is that helpful? When Cass but, like, is there, he's been alive. <laughs> Usually, Dean is or whatever. They don't have the foot. Like they okay. were like, we also we already. You're watching this the footage. TV show Supernatural again. I'm not. They don't have a very big budget, and yeah. they don't like cast that much. <laughs> Does that help? Does that help? They were okay. not going to shoot more stuff for cast. They were like, I'm just mm. saying, how many times can he just be accidentally so like obsessed with Dean just for? I want to talk about when Cass gets he flashes back to uh, Cass rising what is that Lazarus Lazarus rising Rising? right (laughs) you really remember our episode was called Cass rising Uh, our episode was called Cass rising Lazarus rising um (laughs) sorry I'm like really so sleepy it's okay okay. Um, thank you for being here and uh, uh, if I could do this podcast lying down in my bed, it would be very <laughs> poor quality, but I would be so happy. <laughs> I was considering it seriously um, tonight. It was a rough moment. I would fall asleep. Yeah, I was scared. Was what so am I even saying? I really liked when we got to see the scenes from Lazarus Rising again. There we go. There's the right. full thought. Yeah. Good job. You, you got there. It was cool. I, yeah. I mean, Any time I see those barn doors open, I'm like, yay! Is that big? That little shadow? Yeah. yeah, but... It also made me... It was so sad, too, because it's, like, you get all these, like, epic cast moments, and then it, like, gets sadder and sadder because you end with him being all fucked up at the end of season six. It's mm. not cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my boy. <sighs> the baby girl of it all. Yeah. Look at how they massacred my boy. <laughs> we were having so much fun with... Emmanuel that we forgot about <laughs> everything that happened before that. <laughs> I never yeah. forgot. Um, I I would like to say something that is very fun is the d- discussion that they have before he goes in when Meg drops uh, drops the bomb that um, that um, he he knows uh, uh, like that he is Cass right um, or that he's an angel. I guess is what she. Which he gives, um, mm. gives away. Um, it's really fun the conversation uh, when Cass goes. I gather we know each other, and then um, he goes like, "You can tell me, I'll be fine." And then Dean's like, "How do you know? You just met yourself. I've known you for years." Fantastic sentence. This is. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. It's such a bitch. Also, move. like just before that, when Dean is like, um. Like, if you tell him this, um, he could snap. He could disappear. And I'm like... Yeah. That's... So I really like that line, too, because it's like, that is Cass's tendency. Is He's like, like <sighs> when he gets news that he doesn't want to hear, he tends to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and so many times when there's been in conflict, he's just bounced. Mm-hmm. He's just like, like bye. 
What's that? Is that anxious avoidant attachment style? Uh What do you think uh that is? It's definitely anxious avoidant. (laughs) Whatever. I'm Um, not talking about attachment styles on this stupid thing. Um, (laughs) But yeah. Are there any attachment styles that are just like good and normal? It feels like they're all just like bad. Um, I think I think one. I feel like one of them is like healthy, and then it's like anxious, and then avoidant. Right? Is it like, not like balanced gotcha. and then anxious and then avoidant or something like that? Yeah, something like that. It's crazy. Is there not me. one that's just like a thumbs up, all good, boss? <laughs> You're good. I think balanced, sort of. <laughs> no, they should have made it a thumbs up emoji. But I really like that. And then when Dean is like, "You just met yourself. I've known you for years," which is just like reinforcing what he just said about how Cass has a tendency to bounce. Yeah. Uh, when he's can't cope with the situation. Yeah. 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 I also I also like that when Meg is like, oh, well, you know. Um, oh, wait, I almost skipped this part. Um, mm-hmm. When Meg tells him he's an angel and she, uh, Cass goes, uh, why wouldn't you tell me? Being an angel sounds like good. It sounds good. And then Dean's like, it's not. It's bloody. It's corrupt. It's fant-. like, I'm like, yay. Yeah. Tell, this is exactly so the kind of content I like about th- this. This is the, the line that I find interesting. Like, let's talk about the angels, but whatever, it's final. I'm good. Um, and then he does his his smiting. Mm, I enjoy just before that when Meg says you're an angel. Um, Cass says, "I'm sorry." Oh. Is that a flirtation? Um, I don't like, enjoy that. I like it because I like the I, I like the idea. Cute. Yeah, I like the idea that like Meg is also giving that vibe, and he's like getting that from her, and he's just like. I'm, he's not into it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, what are you saying? And also, like, th- that's exactly like how he doesn't understand that. Oh my god, it's so cute in the car when she's like, "Yeah, it's a little awkward." And Cass is like, "I'm sorry, that must be really difficult for you." Like, <laughs> he's such a sweetie pie. I think that this line has been is it's been is that a flirtation has been. Um, dragged through so many permutations and horrible things and it's right. just i'm it's ruined i've seen you. it too much and yeah if it was a one-off line i think it would be like huh, okay but the way that people have overdone it in fandom so maybe this is a me problem for being involved in fandom. Uh, yeah i just feel like meg from this point on is just constantly at this kind of like She's shooting her shot at Cass at every conversation they have. Hell yeah, baby. Like, you work for it. So <laughs> real of her. Yeah. <laughs> I like, do you, what do you think about the line where, um, you know, Cass is like, I don't remember. And Dean says, it's in there. I'm sure it's just like riding a bike. And then Cass <laughs> says, I don't know how to do that either. I love that. <laughs> I love it very much. I clapped. I cheered. I love it. It's classic them, you know. Like and then I love this episode. <laughs> it's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know how to do that either. And then he goes off to do it. It's like, like that's I, epic, epic little guy. Um, do you guys want to talk about the next little bit that happens after he gets his memories back? Um, For sure. Like, oh, I do want to. Is so upset. Oh yeah. Sorry. Before that, I love the little in between his. Um, like at the end of his little smiting thing, the last guy he smites, mm-hmm. um, he like f- flies, a, a, like he, he appears in front of him as he tries to run away. And he's like, I don't mm. think running will save you. And he says it with so much like empathy as he reaches out and blasts this guy into oblivion. And I was like, whew, very cast. <laughs> That's a very, yeah. very cast moment. 
Uh, it was a little bit tough to watch, actually. I turned my face away from the screen. I couldn't look at it directly. Um, yeah. I liked also when Cass is like, oh, no, I, I remember. Um, I remember everything. I was like, yay, the man who would be king reference unwittingly. Wahoo. Very good. Yeah, and like, I remember you. I remember everything. Yeah. Very Oof. good. Loved it. Now you can go ahead and, and talk about the thing that you wanted to say. Sorry. Well, I just think, like, he instantly is filled with so much, like, self-hatred. Like, you know, he's he's so kind of, um, like, like Dean predicted, he's immediately wanting to get out of there, but then, like, is so guilty about Sam, and that obviously kind of pulls him to want to help. Um, but, yeah, like, what I did, what I became... Um, yeah, and then he's like, Sam's dying in there, and he says, because of me, everything, all these people, I shouldn't be here. Um, it's just, like, uh, okay, yeah. The, it's so brutal. And then when he's like, you should have just, like, left, let me alone, like, because mm. it was better for me to be dead. Oh, yeah. And then Dean says, which uh, this is what I was talking about in terms of I feel like his anger isn't as strong at this point. Like, he says... Um, if you remember, then you know you did the best you could at the time. Mm. Um, so it's like he's trying to kind of find like the silver lining, I guess, of Cass's kind of predicaments at the end of season six. Um, yeah. And then Cass says, don't defend me. Um, do you have any idea of the death toll in heaven on earth? Um, that's something we've talked about as well, like that kind of guilt, mm. especially about heaven, seems to really carry him like through the rest of the series yeah um yeah yeah i also like that dean has like come around to being like you did the best you could at the time which is like i feel like that was our all of our conversation in Mm -hmm. season six was like we were all like he's trying his best Mm -hmm. i often when i watch this scene i don't know if dean believes what he's saying here like he's like he says, you know, you did the best you could at the time. And I, I'm just like, well, shit, does he believe that? Or like, is he just saying that so that Cass won't leave? You know, like, I, I, I truly don't know. And I don't know. I, I do like believe the, it. I, in terms of I like, I think maybe he could have just, he could have just said like, you owe Sam helping him or something. But instead he's trying to kind of reassure these like specific things that Cass mm. is like spouting. Um, he could have just been like, okay, you know, mm. but instead he kind of, is like, he's trying to f- bring everything that he's got, anything that he could say to kind of get him to, like he said, like maybe I think he means it, but it's also like, he's really pulling from his resources, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that he does believe it because I think at this point he's so desperate. Like, I think that if he was moving from a place of, like, more security, he probably wouldn't give Cass that reassurance. But, like, at this point, he's without Bobby. Sam is in a really bad spot. He's forced to work with Meg, and Cass has no memory. And he's just gotten Cass back and been dealing with him not having any memory of who he is. Like, I think that, like, all those things, like, lead him to say that. But I think that he also does believe it. I think that's fair. And I think at this point, there's a real, like, there's a real concreteness to their relationship. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like Cass says, we didn't part friend De- like friends, Dean. And Dean says, so what? Um, and it's like, yeah, because it's like now they kind of have yeah. this baseline um, like relationship, I guess, or, you know, um, something to go back to. Yeah. And I think also like being without him for so long must have made Dean re- and like fighting with him all of season six and then being without him for so long must have made Dean realize like how valuable Cass actually is, you know, yeah. and like, well, obviously revisit this statement through the years but like I feel like you know having like Cass has probably been out of Dean's life for like a year at this point it's been a Um, while so Mm -hmm. I just feel like he probably is like he wants his friend back like Mm -hmm. he's so lonely and now Bobby's dead too like it's very sad yeah lonely exactly and like Sam has been so um kind of distant and internal because of what's going on with him yeah mm-hmm. yeah um and i Cass... have to imagine too that like his conversations with emmanuel in the car where he's able to just kind of like have a sympathetic ear and right like, that must have reignited in him like that feeling of like i miss my friend you know i didn't exactly i didn't have this for so long like i want this back no matter right. what yeah which makes it even sadder that um he doesn't get cast back. Yeah. Shut up. I'm going to kill. Okay. Um, okay. Cass saying, I deserve to die. Now I can't possibly fix it. So why did I even walk out of that river? Um, and then Dean says, maybe to fix it. I love that line. And maybe to like, fix honestly, it. Honestly, so the trench coat is fucking crazy. So that's, I mean, it's filthy. Number one, he, he's not washed, yeah, it. washed it. Covered in blood. It's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> and black goo. And like, I don't know, whatever the fuck's in the water. Like um, fucking pond water from like the town reservoir. Like that wasn't even like running water. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, it's not, has not been treated, like pre-treated. Um, I think as well, it's, it's so telling that he kind of, there's no words exchanged. He just kind of like hands it over to him Mm. and it's it's i don't know i there's not even a like why (laughs) i gotta give i gotta give props to jensen ackles because his his face in that um in that like snippet so good Mm. he did he did a a really good job also but at the same time you don't have to give him props at all (laughs) there was a there was a more emotional yeah homecoming and he thought he was like it's too gay so it got cut it was literally remains my enemy he i mean i i can think he did a good job acting without thinking that he um is not somewhat homophobic (laughs) um Sorry, I got confused in the double negatives there. Um, I was just thinking, like, I totally forgot about that. I wonder if there's anything on the wiki. Did there you is. About hold that? on. Hold oh, on. Oh, gosh. Of course there is. Uh, shoot. Where is it now? Um, I'll find it, but um, I'll, I'll include a link to you guys. But basically, yeah, it, they were oh, like, it's too gay because yeah. a woman wrote it and men just don't talk to each other like that or something like that. He said uh, it was a... 
Justin Bellow in 2012, um, he said it described it as awkward, pointing out that the jacket was in a stolen car. Dean wouldn't have folded it that nicely, describing the written dialogue as it was so bad and saying that he and Misha ended up changing the dialogue. Um, and then, so, okay, so apparently the, one of the removed lines, because someone um, got a copy on the OG script, um when Dean's holding the trench coat, dumb to keep, I know, I saw you dissolve or whatever, but just in case, because I never stopped wanting to fix it either, so we got something common, just take it, please. Yeah, that is pretty gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. but instead he just looked at Cass like that, I guess. Um, oh, Jensen said Misha. <laughs> Jensen said Misha had called the scene gay in a previous panel. Um, and Jensen oh referred gosh. to it as unmanly. That's it. Yes. So which would make you, sense actually. because Sarah Gamble is a girl. Um, she writes amazing, but sometimes there are effeminate lines. Fellas, Stop. is a gator? Is a gator like your friend? Is it? Um, <laughs> also, I really like. There's no effeminate lines. Like, <laughs> like I guess I really hoped you'd come back someday. This last line part of me always believed you'd come back was actually filmed and can be heard in the promo for the episode. I know. I remember. That's so funny. Part of me. Okay. 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 Shut up. Get out of town. You know, you know, like the kind of the conspiracy of the conspiracy of like the CW or like at least some high up producers putting their fingers in at any moment. Like you're not telling me that, some like EP saw that like promo and then was like, that's too gay. Take that out. And then it, it got edited before the episode. No, These are like dude. weekly turnarounds. Like, oh, I disagree. <laughs> I think they just filmed it once and they were like, actually, I don't know. They filmed it a couple No, times. because the promos would have been made quite close to the episode coming out. Right. Because by the time in this season, they're actually releasing episodes and producing episodes at the same right. time. So what would have happened was someone like some, you know, editor for the show would have put together this clip for the promo. And then that promo would have been seen by EPs because they have to approve like anything that runs. Right. And it's like it, somewhere in between there, it's been cut. I listen. I do. I don't think. I love that you're conspiracy theorizing. 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 Um, I, I think this is very fun of you. It's one of my favorite things you do. I just However, think based on what case, I know I about how like TV works, like the no, the episode listen. would have been done before the promo would have been. Why would made? they have had the the scene filmed the way they filmed it? Then it doesn't. I'm sorry. I don't want to take the the, the wind out of no, your No, well, sails. because, like, the they were saying that they took out that other line, like, dumb to keep, da-da-da. Like, that we only know that that line exists from the script that was released. So, yeah, like, I think that the part of me always believed you'd come back was filmed. Um, so, you know what I mean? Like, it's in that promo, but it's not in the episode. Uh, I, I, I don't agree with you on this one, but, you know, it's all good. What do you don't agree with? I'm just reading what it says in the... But it doesn't... The, um, this is to like me piece. less interesting than the actual episode. But um, I do think that... Um, the, where I got lost. I got lost. I I think that um, that the scene as it is, is is pretty good. And so... Yeah, it's funny that they seem to, like, edit the scene so much to, you know, quote-unquote, like, I don't know, make it less gay... 
um, less effeminate and it just ends up being like they're just staring into each other's eyes anyway so it's like you can't you can't cut away you can't cut out how important like they are to each we other have kissed and- on the mouth <laughs> right there <laughs> you should have been like dean i remember um, you and then just walked over and, and laid one on him and thrown his um his wedding ring into the bushes or something um you were gonna say something just go for it I was going to say, it's kind of like, what's next? Cast fixes Sam? It's Cast fixes Sam. I think um, Misha did a really good job, like, acting between the two different kind of casts that we got in this episode. Yeah, I did did like Mm -hmm. the the performance. His body language changes completely, and yeah, he's... Yeah. What did you call his hairstyle before? (laughs) I'm a married man hairstyle. Yeah. Yeah, isn't it? It, it was perfect. It was real good. That's exactly Sad what his little hair looks fringe like. falling down. Yeah. No product. No product here. <laughs> I thought it was a bit interesting, and I'm not sure, like, of the kind of mythical or psychological reasons for this, because to me the whole um, Hallucifer thing is a bit unclear. But when Lucifer, like, calls him brother – when Cass takes the stuff on. I like that. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, it's like, I enjoyed it, it makes me much. think, oh, it is like essence of Lucifer. Like, because, <laughs> you know, that's not his relationship to Sam. Um, it's kind of adapting to deal with Cass. Yeah. I, I will say it pisses me off that we get that great kind of like moment and then it just turns into, in later episodes, Cass being a, a k- k- kooky. Oh, he's so quirky. Like, yeah. it's annoying that, like, Sam's hell trauma is, like, real hardcore, like, Serious trauma shit. and hallucinations and stuff like that. Yeah. And then Cass is, just makes him, like. A little bit off, you know? They just turn, yeah, they just, like, turn Cass into, like, a k- comedic yeah. effect. Yeah. We'll talk about this in the next episode. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, but I think that what seems to happen is when the angel tablet gets broken, that seems to change something in Cass's state. Like he, yeah. Meg tells them that he like essentially wakes up. So I guess mm. like we do, we just don't see that like, you know, what the equivalent of what Sam was going through in Cass, we don't see it because he's just like comatose at the hospital. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam wasn't comatose, so I don't know. I, I honestly, it makes me angry to think about it, and I can't, I can't think of a reason for any of it to be the way it is. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think I mentioned, I mentioned to you guys, but I didn't mention to the listeners, just a little aside, it is so fucking funny how they tried to do the quote-unquote electroshock therapy on Sam. The demon is like, ooh, I'm gonna fry ya. Yeah. Here you go. Bite down on this. Um, it's like, okay, that's not how ECT happens, but also like, the nodes are not even attached to his head. That sh- The shocks are not gonna, it's not gonna... This demon, okay, let's imagine maybe this demon is like, um, you know, thousands of years old. Like, he doesn't know yeah. what electricity is. The he dude, doesn't understand Yeah, the, the demon in Marcus, I have some questions for you. Why did? Why are you the one for this role? I don't think you should have gotten this job. <laughs> the job interview, the interviewer fucked up on this one. They whiffed it. And I'm sorry about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, what else did I want to 
talk about how oh so yeah we have that incredible scene where like it's like Cass has I don't know, maybe incredible scene is a is an overstatement but Cass has this this um, sort of moment of resolution where he's like I can't fix it and then Dean is like what the fuck you know like you genuinely there's nothing this is it mm. and he's like mm, yeah this isn't a problem I can um, solve or something this isn't a problem I can make go away or something like that and so mm. he instead is like but maybe I can shift it and then he moves over and like immediately heads in I, I like I like little moments when Cass is like gets his little stomp on and is like I'm doing this thing I, I find it very fun Cast resolution moments is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I do, I do wish that they'd done something more interesting with the health trauma. I wish that it made sense in some way. So yeah, we, yeah. And I've really enjoyed like how Sam has been affected by it. I think they did that in a really interesting way. So it is a bit of a shame that the way that it kind of wraps up is that it just, I don't know, is in Cass. And then he doesn't mm-hmm. get, like, fixed or anything, does he? It's, like, it's just kind of healed. He gets used to it. Like, right? Like, nothing else really yeah, happens. Yeah, like, I don't really know, like, what the sort of end point of that is because they end up going to purgatory while he's still, like, so mm. kooky. Mm. Um, so Yeah, and then, and I guess the... The, the trip takes it away or whatever. Like, that's, I, I, it's just another case of mm. they didn't want to deal with it. So they just hand waved it. And the fans were annoyed <laughs> enough to be like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I figure that's, that's pretty much it. Um, a little anecdote is that I find is funny. So um, Marin is played by Casey Roll. Um, who is the daughter of Mike Roll, who um, has directed. Oh, like, I don't know, 10 or 11 Supernatural episodes. Um, And I just, yeah, and I just um, checked his IMBD. He also has directed all of the Princess Switch movies. Okay. Um, Most notably. (laughs) That's very cool of him. I just Um, just just didn't realize that was a thing. That's cool. And she's also in Hannibal. Oh, Oh, is she? Her face looked very familiar. Yeah, she's uh, the girl. (laughs) She's so She gets fucking... Her throat slit twice. She's the girl. <laughs> She's the How do you girl. get it? I forget what her name is. Twice. Uh, she gets her throat slit and then they save her and then Hannibal kills her later. It's like, whoopsie, didn't finish the job. She's in a lot of like CW things. Like, Isn't she uh, in The Magicians? Like, I think in, like... she's in The Magicians. Yeah, she's in The Magicians. That's yeah. why I know her face. That's it, actually. Um, yeah. yeah. Wayward Pine. None of this matters. Is this about Cass? I, if um, not, I don't care. No, sorry. I just um, I thought she did a really good job. I just wanted to. No, she did it. She did a solid job. Um, I and I think it's nice that Sam gets to have his own little. Yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's funny. And he, he does, does it really job, well. Sammy. Good job, Sam. He deserves a win. I feel like he hasn't had a win for a while. Wait, has he not? Exactly. He has not at all. Put a W up on the board for Sam. He was just chased around by so many clowns or whatever. He hated that. He's he's really been Sam Lou's Chester for a while, like that bully said in school. That's rough. <laughs> My last thing is that I really like the 
visual effects when Cass puts his hand on oh yeah Sam's the red and, like yeah sucks mm. the poison out and yeah. it's like red and you see like the veins in Sam's eyes it's like I very so, very too. cool it looks great I was gonna mention that but I got sidetracked because I did want to talk a little bit about um I just want to say to nerdy ginger princess like the questions that you have and the 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 thoughts that you have about the um like what was going on with Cass right now in the, in the past months it is impossible to have a, an informed opinion based on the show <laughs> so i think it's 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 there's a lot of fun to be had with like whatever theory you like best because you can fit anything in there cuz there's it's like it's not like a puzzle piece is missing it's like five are missing and so you can just like cut in whatever you want to make it fit so you're good what um what is your your two's like favorite theory like what's your favorite kind of like version of what happened do you have one um i'm just kind of take it as at face value of what the show says which is that Cass was in the river and then he came out of the river and daphne took him in and they got married at some point and he's just (laughs) amnesiac and then dean comes (laughs) that's it i have no theories i'm sorry that's okay no need as much as i would like to to bring naomi into this i actually yeah occam's razor style agree like maybe that's not occam's razor really because it's like there's no likeliness to this i guess i don't mean i guess i don't mean like because i think the show like you said is like this happened um but i i think that i it is really fun for me from like a destiel standpoint to just be kind of like this is just funny torture for Dean. Like, I, I, it's obviously not really text. It's more just in my mind of, like, yeah, they gave Cass a wife. <laughs> like, why did they do that? I, I do. I, I kind of wish we had seen Daphne again. Like, just because they, they put her in there for no reason. Yeah, why didn't they wrap it up? Even at the end of the episode, just have, like, something i know misogyny and supernatural is nothing new but come on fellas actually ma'am ms gamble and your associated team what's going on (laughs) come on it's so funny to be like for them to have specifically been like oh yeah sometimes sarah writes stuff a bit too gay whereas like the stuff that could have come out (laughs) with over the years or or even ben edlin putting like the queerest subtext in episodes and them not really maybe just not even picking up I on don't it. Know. Maybe it's so sub maybe this was just a bit too textual. Um, yeah. But I I do think um actually what makes most sense is like he, he wandered out, didn't know what he was, uh and then you know, I guess somehow strangely realized he could heal people and then Daphne sort of influenced him and was like, This was from God and then they they sort of formed his new self around that. I think that's interesting. I like it quite a lot. Yeah, you're right. They didn't really, like, pick up... They, they didn't really explain how he figured out he could heal Yeah, people. I don't know. I think it's one of those things that, like, you touch someone to comfort them and then, whoops, their broken knee is better or whatever. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, okay, if that's all, is there anything else you guys want to hit? No, I think, I've, I think I have everything that I've written in my notes. Do you guys want to do the outro? It's my job. Back off. <clears throat> That's what I was. I was. <laughs> Were you handing off the baton? Yes. Violent. Uh, 
Okay, let's play nicely. <laughs> Everybody gets a turn with the baton. Some people get a bit grumpy when they're sleeping, I guess. Like, I, I was, I, like, exactly. I was, I was I'm teasing wildly right now. I'm not say. grumpy at all, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I did want to know, what did you guys hate in this episode? Give me some salt from your minds. God, I haven't got anything specifically written down, but I would just like to say that the maggot Oof. part is just really gross. <sighs> gross. And and gross, that gross, really gross, grossed gross. me out. Yeah. Um, so besides the whole Daphne thing being very basic and them just abandoning her at the end, um, I that that's in my salt mine this week, the the maggots. Fair. That was yucky and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Jess? Um, I don't really think that I have one, uh, except for maybe like too much Sam stuff. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> you just said, I'm glad he had a little episode, like a little case to solve. And now you're like, mm, too much. They should have just like kept his little that thing. But I feel like the cold open of this episode should have been like a domestic. Oh, a little domestic scenes with Cass. That would have been fun, but then I guess they're like, um, oh yeah, that yeah, cool. Yeah, it would ruin the surprise, but everybody already knew anyway because right. the promos were all like, <laughs> Cass is back, so mm, mm. it would have been more fun. And it's That's like actually a very good point. That would have been fun. Here's my critique: too much <laughs> Sam. Um, I'm gonna be annoying. Mine actually, my salt line, um, like. I've I've said my piece on both of these things, so I I actually can't pick between um is that a flirtation? Because a line that it haunts me is it has is it's so worn out. I can see the holes in it. Mm-hmm. And then Daphne being written in not even as a good plot device. It's just like you could have done this without without her at all. Like there's no need for mm-hmm. her to be there. But whatever. What do I know? <laughs> um, what about things that brought you joy this year? What's in your, your this year? Jesus, this episode. What's in your heart locket? <clears throat> Christ. Um, I think that just uh, Cass's temperament and personality when he's Emmanuel, I just like we said, he's so sweet. He's so intuitive. Um. He's just wanting to help. I just think that that is just, he's just such a sweetie pie. I love him so much. You know, that's, that's in my heart locket. Just the baby. Um, mine is, I think just like that whole first conversation in the car before Meg gets there. There, There's something that's Mm. like so intimate about it of like, like a late night in the car conversation. Mm. It's raining. I just think like the environment is the ambiance that they create is really good. And then they have this kind of like very sort of intimate conversation. And then Cass is like basically tells Dean to like forgive himself. And also the Dodge Charger. <laughs> I really like that car. So um, that's epic. We've missed a lot of great cars. Yeah, in it's the not fair. Skipped. Yeah, that is it's a bummer. Very unfair to yeah. Jess. There's probably a few more to come, but mm. what's yours? I'm going to be very shallow and say, like, okay, actually, let me be a deep first. Um, I think that um, the, I guess maybe to fix it, like that exchange, I liked mm. it very much. Mm-hmm. I like I like Cass's whole, like, 
oh shit, I'm, this is me. Like, and him finding the sort of resolution to fix, to fix it as he thinks about it, um, which will ultimately bite him in the back. So, <laughs> like, just cast being cast. Mm. But um, I, I find it, I find it very, it's, it's just a, like, like a little beautiful moment. The, you know, everything sucks, but shit, like, gotta have hope because without it, we are screwed. I, of it all. Like, that is, that's nice mm. to me. Oh, and then to be shallow. And and that, that kind of energy. I'm sorry, you oh, can go sorry. ahead. I was just going to say that kind of energy of, like, we have to try, we have to do something is so team free will, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's so Mm -hmm. something that the boys keep coming back to. Um, So yeah, that's. that's Uh, And to be shallow. uh, Oh, there's one particular screen cap of Cass in the car in the morning uh, when he still thinks he's Emmanuel. Is it the butt? No, he's in the car. Don't be fucking rude. (laughs) Um, uh, He, I just the planes and angles of his face. I they are endearing to me forever, and so that's also going in my heart. Are you sending this image? Yes, babes. Hold on. Show notes. There we go. I don't think I've read. My heart is beating for me. I need to do that. It's good. All right. Um. So, fellas, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, this episode's energy. He looks great. He looks so beautiful. Sorry. This is an entirely unedited uh, screenshot. I just. He, he is so shaped. I'm sorry to say that. I know that it's been over. Really, see his neck in this outfit. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking. I was just like still like thinking about the. Just it's so fun to draw him, guys. Do you did you know the cast is real fun to draw? Come on, come on. Um, what did I want to say? You want to share some of those drawings with the class? With the audience of the cast class? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm scared. These. Everyone, Elsa's a really good artist and is just keeping it all offline. I'll do my I'm best. Not any cast art I'm gonna, at castellmo.tumblr.com, okay. but it exists. Okay, I'll I'll be I'm gonna try and draw and paint anyway this week, so I'm gonna try and get that big um fucking that that big fuck off painting I have that is like sneaky Destiel. I'm gonna try and get that done. Yeah, this week. Oh, it's so good. It's so sneaky, Destiel. You're like, oh, yeah, this is some guys. Yeah. But then if you know, it's, you know. It's yeah. like it's massive. It's like a meter wide or some shit. It's stupid. Um, but anyway, moving right along. <laughs> Thank you guys for hanging out with us this week. Um, we are so happy to have you. And um, if you want to send us a mail, like our good friends, Anon and Nerdy Ginger Princess did, um, then please feel free to do so. Um, you can send us an email. We are um, on G- We are on Gmail. Our email. Our email. <laughs> our email is thecastcast at gmail.com. and um, we are at thecastcast on uh, the platform for formerly known as Twitter, uh, Tumblr, and. That's all. No other sites. We don't have an Instagram or any of that bullshit. It's too much what work. What was that old Google social media? Jeez, I don't know. I think I'm too young. Oh, I used to use that. What is um, that? Yeah. Google. They were like Google Posts or something. No. I can't remember. Okay. Well. They tried was- to launch like a Facebook competitor. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Me and my friends um, in middle school, Google we Plus. were on there. 
Google Plus? That's Google that's Plus. what it was? Okay. The more you Yeah, know. Google Plus. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, we'll see you in two weeks with 721, Reading as Fundamental, um, which is a very fun episode. Kevin Tran's in there. Um, he's in advanced placement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I rewatched it today again. So <laughs> it just sticks out to me. Yeah, we miss it. We miss another Garth episode. It's not cool. I, mean, I might watch these in between episodes. Yeah. Just, and Charlie. We will never cover a Garth episode on this show. It's disgusting. They hate us. They don't want Sam and Garth to be Sam and Garth. Cass and Garth to be besties. Ooh, reading it. Reading is Fundamental um, is written and directed by Ben Edlund. It's a good episode. That's why. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I have I have a lot of love for that one. It's very funny to me. Anyway, that's going to be it for us, guys. Thank you guys for being Thank here. Thank you for listening. Yeah. And goodbye. Love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. Alrighty. I will move the mic away from me some keep that thing out of my fucking face bro i just think that might help because i because i i tend to be loud and i i mean it's not like i do use a yeah like it'll pick you up i do uh use a i make sure all the audio is at the same like loudness match clip volume that's what i do match clip loudness so that it doesn't sound crazy because some of us talk at wildly different levels um guys wait what's that setting match clip uh match clip loudness i'll send you a screenshot of what i do or whatever i'll show you later okay because i think i'm just manually doing that like i'm just looking at the decibels and yeah like, i mean it could it can be done <laughs> and i've done that before many many times and then i was like surely no wait there's an easier surely way. there has to be a yeah. way sorry you were gonna say something who me yeah, you you started. Oh, I was gonna ask, are we gonna are we gonna do this this episode? Is there anything funny you guys have for outtakes that you would like to get off your chests in this time? No. See, I think we used up all our funny on the last outtakes because we had a lot. I should have just <laughs> chopped some off and put it in here. Well, um... you win some, you lose some. Oh, I haven't checked if do we have mail? We do have yeah, mail. Yeah, we have one. Hmm. It's it's two, but it's one message. It's a long one. Mm. We also have that one from uh, the one and on that asked us to wait for the born again identity. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, Where's that? that? Mm. Um. That was nerdy ginger princess, right? I yeah. Think okay. So. Probably best suited for when you cover born again identity. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Whenever you guys are ready, okay, you we guys can ready take to get away. started? Yeah. Okay. Um. Hello. Are you and doing welcome- the intro? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we always do. Ella, Ella, I want you to know. Sorry. I want you to know, and I say this with the most love in my heart. You always are the one fucking up the intro, even if you're not doing the intro. You find a way. You circumvent the issue, and I love it. <laughs> there's a curse on you <laughs> uh, curse of gosh. okay curse sorry. of fuck up intro okay wait sorry um, let me just finish my coffee oh my god knew it i got i'm gonna calm down now we've been be on the on, on in this call for 50 minutes and you haven't drank in your coffee 
Why is drinking? The time management of this podcast is <laughs> atrocious. I love too loudly to be a podcaster. I'm I'm so tired, guys. I didn't sleep enough. You need I to work on to your wake. NPR chuckle. My you NPR like, chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I can't express genuine amusement that way. <laughs> oh, that was terrifying. I'm actually going to clip that. You have to when you become a podcaster. You have to. <laughs> No more okay, laughing. silence. <laughs> Whose alarm was that? Good things do happen.